Hi. I look like a wet mop. I'm Aristotle Full Throttle. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Raccoon Raiders, to the show. Let me just mess up my hair so that I look a little less like a mop and more like a mop top. Uh, you know, they say money can't buy you happiness. It can buy you a Ferrari, though. Uh, hey, but uh, it's good to see you. Let me just widen this shot here. Look, I look short. For, for once in my life. Guys, I'm so tall. I'm six foot three. I don't know if you knew that about me. Uh, six foot three. Always been told, how's the weather up there? And all these things. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're tall. That's my favorite thing about being tall. People go, you're really tall. They like, like I'm, like, they're the first person to let me know that. As if this is a new discovery. <laughs> it's very funny. That is actually very true. People are like, you're, you're really tall. This is my favorite. After I don't see someone for a long time, they go, uh, did you grow since last time I saw you? This is another question. And I, uh, I've only grown one inch since I was 13. So maybe, maybe the last time you saw me, I was 13. Welcome to the show. This is the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. I'm Aristotle Full Throttle. Uh, despite looking like a wet mop, uh, my hair might go full throttle by the end of the hour and look like an afro or a fro. We like to we like to shorten it. But this show is every weekday, Monday through Friday, which is which are the weekdays, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we just talk about uh, the things that are in the news, uh, things that are in my head, there. Things that are of concern, things that are exciting, things that, uh, you know, things that we love. Guilty pleasures, as it were. There's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. If you like something, you like something, you know? That's a that's a fact check. You could credit Dave Grohl for that. He's, he was like, if you like something, like the heck out of it, you know what I mean? Don't sit there and be like, oh, I feel guilty. The only reason why you feel guilty is because other people are trying to make you feel guilty about the thing you like. Maybe they're jealous because you have your experience pure and genuine love for something and they're unable to do that and it threatens them it makes them feel uncomfortable you know i think about this a lot there's a lot of people who can't express themselves they can't say hey good job hey i really like what you did there they can't say these kinds of things and uh, i feel bad for them i gotta stop feeling mad about it i gotta stop feeling mad that some people hey you know what i'm really proud of you some people can't do it. It's just outside their scope of ability. You know what I mean? It's just... Some people just can't do it. I was well, I was reading about the Stoics. Like Marcus Aurelius. You know what I mean? I was, YouTube, okay? Full disclosure, I don't read... All the information is there already. It's, all the information is available on YouTube. <laughs> That's what we learned. By the way, if you're... The frame rate of the show. You get to listen to the show on Spotify. That's a way you could support the show, actually. I actually make like a penny if you listen to it on Spotify. So I'm up to like almost $15, guys. I'm almost... That's like 1,500 pennies. So keep uh, keep on listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat. I would like you to feel free. 
But there's just uh, these stoics, you know, they say, you can't really control what's in... Obviously, I mean, this seems pretty obvious. You can't really control what's in other people's heads or what their intentions are. You can only control how you react to it. If you get frustrated because someone is unable to do something, then that's your own fault. You just got to accept, oh, this person don't know how to do it. That's unfortunate. I need to move on. Anyway, guys, you could uh, support this channel monetarily on Patreon. Just go here. I'm going to drop the link in the chat. Patreon.com slash Aristotle full throttle. You can go there and then give me a dollar a month or two dollars a month or a thousand dollars a month. However much you feel is necessary. I think that, you know, I would really appreciate that. Because the, the frame rate issue can be solved. It can be solved with money. They say money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a yacht. I think it's BS. Money can't buy you happiness. Money can buy you happiness. No, this is what the Stoics say. The Stoics say the happiness has to come within. You cannot rely on other people or anything else for your happiness. You have to be happy on your own. And this also, the great Stoic Bobby McFerrin said, Don't worry. Be happy. And that was a very valuable lesson. Just don't worry about it. It's true. The great Stoic Bobby McFerrin. McFerrin? People used to listen to Bobby McFerrin. He had this song in the 80s called Don't Worry, Be Happy, right? And it was all acapella. And the music video was weird. It had like Robin Williams in it for some reason. And we were like, Robin Williams, what are you doing in the Bobby McFerrin video? It turns out Bobby McFerrin's like a genius musician. And that song is a pop song. It's like a cheese. It's not a cheesy pop song. It's a, pre- it's a pretty good pop song. It's a very feel good type of song, you know? But it does not. He's like not flexing really on that tune. It does not uh, showcase the abilities of Bobby McFerrin. Now, you might be just tuning into Aristotle Full Throttle right now and hear me singing the praises of the great Bobby McFerrin. And you might be confused a little bit. That's okay. The show is for the show is partially confusing to me too. I don't even I don't know what's going on. But Bobby McFerrin, I saw him do the Ave Maria, just for acapella. He's like, it's crazy. It's a crazy piece of uh, classical music he could do just with his voices that he makes. Uh, you know, if I don't touch anything, the show eventually starts. Let me get off on the... I think it's the internet. The internet just has trouble buffering. Michael Buffer. Anyway, if you like Bobby McFerrin... Since then, I'm sorry. Welcome to the show. Was trending. Cybertron was trending. Do you know Cybertron? Cybertron is the planet that the Transformers come from. Now, I don't know... I don't know why that's trending. <laughs> Are the Transformers finally invading? Thank God. They need to put a stop to this this humanity stuff. A friend of mine said, uh, <laughs> a friend of mine, she, she's got long hair, and I said something earlier. I said, maybe you should shave your head. And she said, no, I've got a, 
I've got an abnormally large alien's like skull shaped skull or whatever. And I said, No. You have a normally shaped alien skull. I thought that was pretty funny. Shout out to Hannah Bam. Uh, very funny. Very funny lady. You should listen to this on uh, Spotify. If you guys have any questions for me, I'm happy to field them. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep going on my little diatribe. Yesterday, we watched the trip for which I'm excited to see in the theaters. Oh, guys, by the way, I'm excited. Tonight, I got free tickets to a movie. I got an email last night. I thought, what is this? What is this email? And it said, you want some free tickets? I said, wait, hold on a second. I'm skeptical. And it said, nah, nah, nah. We got, we got, hey, hey, you want some tickets? I explored. I researched. I looked into it. I did my due diligence. And now I have two tickets to see the new Nicolas Cage movie where Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage. 7.30 7.30 p.m., the AMC Burbank. I'm going to go see it. I got a f- advanced screening tickets for free. So I'm going to talk to you about that tomorrow. I'm going to tell you all about this movie. Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage in this movie. It's a very Being John Malkovich type of movie. If you've never seen Being John Malkovich, uh, it's great. It's a great movie about uh, great American actor John Malkovich. And uh, the ability to be him for about 15 minutes. And once you, If you go into a door... In this office building, on the sixth and a half floor, you go inside John, John Malkovich's head for 15 minutes, and then you get spit out on the side of the New Jersey Turnpike. The New Jersey Turnpike! New Jersey smells. New Jersey smells. It smells like beef. Uh, what else is trending? Better call Saul. Oh, we're back with Better Call Saul. I gotta catch up with Better Call Saul. I, I'm like a few episodes into the, the most recent season. And the new season starts tonight, it looks like. So Better Call Saul is gonna be crazy this season. It's the final season for Better Call Saul. Why don't you go watch it? It's pretty good. I want to talk about Breaking Bad and the legacy of Breaking Bad today. You know, that show was incredible. I don't know if you've seen Breaking Bad. I'm not gonna really spoil it too much. But... The, the show started in 2008, and after the first season, which was only about seven episodes, I heard people going, oh, you watch watching, there's all this scuttlebutt, you know, you're talking about, you see Breaking Bad, there's all this ASMR, you see Breaking Bad, you see Breaking Bad, there's all this kind of people talking about Breaking Bad, second season, halfway through the second season, I got sick of hearing people saying, asking me if I had seen it, so I started illegally downloading the episodes and catching up with Breaking Bad, and I caught up by the end of season two. And I was all ready for season three, and I, and, I, and I loved this show. It was like a ritual. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., AMC, I would watch Breaking Bad, and it was one of these edgy shows where the main character, you know he's going to turn bad at some point. You know he's going to be a bad guy, but we got to follow him and see his reasoning and see why he becomes a bad guy. You know, it's Breaking Bad. And the whole time, you're kind of aware of this, and you're like, ah, no, and, you, and you we're getting caught up in his life, and we're getting caught up in his ne'er-do-well bad doings and stuff, going, uh-oh, now we're, whose side are we on? <laughs> it's a really cool show. It's edgy for the time, and now they don't... Now every show is like that. Every show since Breaking Bad has changed. I would say that 
Breaking Bad was the first time. It was like a the moment in time where it changed television. And everybody's like, oh, we're going to make our own edgy show now. And we're going to make our own edgy show. You could argue that Lost a few years before was starting to like really test the waters of what people could handle as far as a uh, television long-form storytelling. But Breaking Bad, that was, this, that was the show. Changed everything. But now if you go back and watch it, I bet you it's not that... Not that, I mean, it's probably still compelling because the character. But you watch that show now, and you're probably like, I've seen a million shows like this. Yeah, you saw a million shows like this because it was the first one to start doing all those shows like that. So I find that fascinating. I say, like Spock. Fascinating. I was watching Better Call Saul. I was watching a couple episodes of it. And here's a cool thing about this show that you might not notice, but I noticed. And I always say this. It's annoying to watch Better Call Saul with me because every single shot of the show, every single shot, I go, there's going to be something colored yellow in the shot. So I look for it every single shot, every single episode. I'm like, oh, there's the yellow thing. There's the yellow thing. He's holding a yellow cup. There's like a yellow sneaker. There's a yellow bag of chips on the table and it's very deliberate because Vince Gilligan the creator of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul he color codes things as indicators of character change so Saul starts out yellow things start to turn blue and then they start to turn red or whatever throughout the seasons what they're wearing so ultimately I'd like to do a super duper cut of every yellow thing in the show (laughs) it would take like hours because there's so many yellow it's very specifically done. It's 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 fascinating. Oh boy, I'm gonna eat popcorn for dinner. I can't wait. Can't wait to go see Nicolas Cage's movie. I don't even know what it's called. Let me see what this movie's called. Don't be stealing my QR code. Hold on. Does anybody know what that movie's called? Joe? You know what that movie's Stop. Take that off your head. Good golly, you look ridiculous, Joe. Um, let me see. Just say you don't know. It's a perfectly acceptable answer, Joe. Just say you don't know. Talking to Joe, my stage manager. He's over there. Or is he? He's right behind you. My hair looks like George Washington. I should put my... I should stand on the bow of a ship when I cross the Potomac. Ship. More like a boat. Hold on a second. Money can't buy you happiness, they say. But it can buy you two tickets to paradise. That's Eddie Money. Great Eddie Money. He's from Long Island. But guys, I got a new shirt up on my store. Go check out my Teespring store. I'm going to drop that in the chat too. Teespring.com slash Get this, Aristotle Full Throttle. You could buy a shirt. You could buy any shirt that says Aristotle Full Throttle. You could also buy a shirt, Long Island shirts. I'm going to make a C- Long Island clothing that only people from Long Island would appreciate. The only people from Long Island would get. It's all inside jokes. Long Island inside jokes. Today is... Uh, take that with me. 
today's shirt that I made says uh, B-E-C-S-P-K, and it's a picture of Long Island. If you guys know what that is, drop it in the chat. Drop it in the chat. Nicolas. Jim Louderback. How do you spell Nicolas Cage? Um, wow, my emails are going searching all the way back to like 2017. Stop it. I just need last night's email from Lionsgate. I saw another movie like this. I saw John Wick 2 like this. So I had to watch John Wick 1 the night before because I was like, I got tickets to see John Wick 2. What do you call an immil- <laughs> an immovable water f- meeting an unstoppable waterfowl? A paradox. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I say dad jokes. That's okay. And if you consider that a dad joke, then I consider your dad hilarious. People say dad jokes because they're like, that joke, it requires me to understand life. I need you to hit yourself over the head with a frying pan in order to laugh. That's what I hear. Uh, the movie's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That's the name of the movie? I can understand. I can relate to that. You guys, I was talking to my friend yesterday, and they have a gift. They have a special gift that I wish I could have. They said they don't think about anything. I said, what do you think about during the day? They said, I don't think about anything. And I said, you have achieved nirvana. That is the most zen thing I've ever heard anybody say. I said, what are you, nothing? They said, nope. I said, wait a minute. So you don't just constantly think like, oh man, I got to make a t-shirt. I got to do a show. I got to do like, do this. I got to, you know, I've got the, they just said, nope. So I was very confused by that. I was actually envious. I said, how does that work? Can you show me how? Can you show me where on my head I should hit it with a hammer? Because there are too many thoughts sometimes. Too many thoughts. Should write a song called Too Many Thoughts. There is a song by Primus. Very similar titled song called Too Many Puppies. But there can never be too many puppies. Let's face it. The song is a lie. I got this coffee here. I got to finish this coffee. And then I've got to eat popcorn. I'm very healthy these days. Very nutritious these days. Very delicious these days. Background. So if you're listening on Spotify, thank you for listening. If you're uh, wearing an Aristotle Full Throttle t-shirt, you look very smart in that. And I mean smart like sharp, you know. I'm not smart you. I don't know your IQ. IQ has nothing to do with smarts, though. Intelligence quotients and smarts and emotional intelligence quotients. None of none of them are related. It's like Red Fox and Jamie Fox, not related. You know, I would like to say that uh, you know, emotional intelligence is very important. I was talking earlier about the great Seneca. 
feel like that's a place in New York State. Is Seneca in New York State? There's a lot of Greek and Roman names in New York State. The great Seneca was a Stoic. You know, you can't control. You, 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 you. He's kind of like Ben Affleck. Yeah, you know, people come at you. They come at you with all kinds of different attitudes. They come at you with they're angry in the morning. They need have breakfast. They're angry. They're just coming at you with an attitude. And they, they don't know how to say thank you. They don't know how to say please. They, they don't know how to do it. They don't nice to you. It's not your problem. You shouldn't have to deal with that. I like Ben Affleck. I like to do an impression of Ben Affleck that nobody likes. I like really esoteric impressions. This is Jason Patrick in the movie The Lost Boys. Thank you. Um, esoteric. Esoteric. Hmm... I knew a guy named Tariq. And in Spanish, if you were to say, that's Tariq, you'd say, eso Tariq. Dad jokes. Hopefully this is giving you some kind of enjoyment to listen to. I just want to say that you look very nice today. The way you parted your hair, the way you combed your face, is beautiful. Your makeup and your boots, they go together really well. I'd like to say that the new hair product that you're using is working on your armpits beautifully. You're welcome. Sometimes you just have to hear it. I'm here for it. This is going to be a great podcast. People listen to this podcast constantly. I've got like, what do I got? Like 25 plays on yesterday's podcast. Look at that. People are loving this. What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know on Twitter. Come see me. Come at me, bro. At me on Twitter. Tell me what you need to hear. Tell me what you want to see. Ezra Miller is trending. The Flash star Ezra Miller was arrested early Tuesday in Hawaii for making their their second arrest in the state in a month. Wow. This dude is breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking the law. He's breaking. If you're in Hawaii, the possibility of getting assaulted by Ezra Miller is low, but never zero. Very true. That's like what I, I feel like at any given moment in Los Angeles, you could be attacked by Andy Dick. Para inter. Oh, that's Spanish. It's absolutely wild that Ezra Miller is still in major roles in DC and Harry Potter, despite regular regularly assaulting people but Johnny Depp has been fired from multiple roles because he was abused well it was mutual whatever was going on with Johnny Depp I was listening to some Johnny Depp stuff oh yeah here we go we're gonna go talk about some Johnny Depp and Amber Heard gossip you know seems like they had a really bad relationship and they should just both walk away from the situation I don't understand why they gotta bring a law into it I understand why Johnny Depp's like, uh, this is defamatory, because a lot of people just started to hate Johnny Depp because of stuff Amber Heard later admitted to lying to about. So I understand why you know, Johnny Depp is going to court, but it's just so weird how they're like, honestly, I think the level of narcissism going both ways in that situation is just horrific. Bringing business, it's worse than Jada and Will. Or is it? 
I don't think so. I don't really know. I want to be on Jada's podcast. Can you? Can you? Can we make that happen? Can I be on Jada's podcast? I want to talk to Jada. I feel like I have a lot to say. I can say, "Hey, I saw Wicked Wisdom. Your band. I saw them once." Also, uh, I see. Do you like to go to Erwan and buy expensive coffee? Me too. Anyway, thanks for having me on the show. Ezra Miller, as soon as they enter the public... Hawaii seems pretty uh, strict. You know, on assault, you can't smack somebody in Hawaii. They're way more strict than L.A. They would have arrested Will Smith. Ezra Miller has been arrested again in Hawaii. It's Hawaii. People make fun of me when I say pronounce when I pronounce words correctly. It's so like when newscasters are like, "There was a civil unrest today in Nicaragua." Down in Venezuela, there was strife over oil. But I say Hawaii, and I say ukulele, because that's how you say those words. And you know, that's the sound you make with your mouth in order to be understood. I don't just read the letters that we assigned to those sounds and go Yuki Laley. Doesn't make any sense. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller is why Hawaiians don't want y'all down there effing the S up. Ezra Miller is so important for white queers that who are just terrible human beings that need serious electric intervention. I disagree with that statement. I'm reading a tweet by ASAP Schrader and and I find that offensive. That, that that's a that's an offensive statement. I do not dis, I do not agree with that statement. I think uh, I think queer people are beautiful people. Ezra Miller is out there tormenting the people of Hawaii like and then they show Well, guys, I feel like this is the part of the show where everybody starts showing up. I lay it out all on the table and I start pouring my heart out. And uh, then everybody's like, oh, hey, did I miss anything? And I'm like, go back to the beginning. (laughs) That's when I was on fire. Only you can prevent forest fires. Also, you know, the fire department. I am very hungry. I went running. Oh, my sink in my bathroom is broke. You might have had this to deal with this. I don't know why. They just said the whole thing just disconnected and it's just... So I turned the sink on and then it just pours all over the floor. So I was like looking at the back and there's like a pipe that's busted. So they got to replace it. They, by they, I mean my building manager. Um, so they can't do that until tomorrow. I can't wash my hands in the in the bathroom sink. I gotta wash them in the toilet, or or as they say, toilet. All right, I'm gonna play guitar now. Ain't nobody here. Let me play guitar. There's no more. Ask me anything. Don't ask me nothing. I should say. Down, down. Um. You know. What I like about this song is 
It's got an E chord. And then it's got a D chord. And then it's got an A chord. And then it's got an E chord. Thank you. That's what I like about that song. Greatest podcast. I do a lot of prep for the show. I tune my guitars. Here. I, uh, I put a lot of hair products on my underarms. Thank you. Sarah Hofstad Arts says, Guitar time is my favorite time. Play Wonderwall. You know, one of my favorite things about that song is... um, the end. No, I like that song a lot. That song, is, there's a cover by Ryan Adams, who, by the way, canceled. But there's also another, I call it a cover, by Noel Gallagher, who wrote the song and plays guitar on that song. But his brother Liam sings the song on the recording and famously sings the song. But Noel Gallagher does a cover of that song. He reinterprets his own song in a really cool way. In such a cool way that... uh. It means something else. You hear it differently. It hits different. That's a song. That's a song. Uh, you guys have any requests? Let me know. You want to ask me anything? Let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to talk about Ezra Miller getting arrested. Ezra Miller dressed dressed up like um, Toadstool for Comic Con a couple years ago. It was amazing. I don't know how I feel about Ezra Miller. I don't know how I feel. He's in those movies, the Dumbledore movies, uh, the Diesel, the Dweezel, the Dweezel D movies, the Tweedle D movies, the Dumbledores. Movies, the, the Dumbledork movies. What's the movie it's called? Uh, the, the Fantastic Beats and where to play them? I forget what it's called. Anyway, Ezra Miller's in those movies, apparently. Uh, but, 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 but nobody cares about those movies. Does anybody care about those movies? I feel like people want to care about those movies so bad, but the movies just aren't compelling. I saw the first one in the theater and I was like, hey, nice costumes. Otherwise, I was like, this is, I don't, nothing's really feeling, I don't have any feelings when I watch this movie. It just looks like stuff. Sarah Hofstad Arts says, play as a song that you found really to to learn or write. Um, okay. <laughs> uh...
That's a song by the late, great James Hydrox. Played by Oreo Speedwagon. That song is out. Oh, oh, here's one. Oh. I can't quite play it still. It's in like 11.8. It's a song by Frank Zappa called Zombie Wolf. hard how about this one That's how I end it. If you're watching silently in the background, that's cool. I like lurkers. Lurkers are fine. I could see the numbers. I could see the numbers. I could see you're looking at me. I know that there's definitely a non-zero number of people watching. Oh, the Simpsons? Let me figure out the Simpsons, ready? Oh, that's almost it, right? Danny Elfman, man. Yeah. Actually, this song, it was difficult to learn the Super Mario Brothers theme because I had to pause it. I had to pause it. I had to listen to it and then pause it and then listen to it again. It had started over. Tarbles fell out. The most frustrating, what is the most annoying guitar chord progression, in my opinion? 
the most annoying chord progression? I'll play it for you. That was annoying. Thank you. That's off my first album. And my last album, incidentally. Just trying to get those frustrations out. I really love playing music. It, it's a catharsis for me. I like to explode on stage. Explosion. Huge explosion up to the sky every time. Um, it's been frustrating to not, not having uh, an outlet for that. I realized before I had a therapist, I had a band. <laughs> which was very, 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 very uh, good at getting that angst out in the music and physically, physically just rocking and sweating. Play us a title track of your incidentally first and last album. The title track of that album, oh, that one's, that one's easy. It's called Spaghetti Pie, and it goes like this. Spaghetti Pie Spaghetti pie, spaghetti pie. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it was a hit. It was a hit, incidentally, in Norway. The Norwegians like um, really cringy vocals. They they really do. There's something about the the white the boiled the boiled fish that they eat, that they love. Here's a fun fact. Norwegian, Swedish, and Finnish, they're all next to one another. They're all these Scandinavian countries. By the way, I do want to talk about the Northmen. They're Scandinavian countries. They, uh, they're, all of their languages are intelligible to one another, which is interesting. That's like um, English. It's like American and Canadian. We can understand mostly what they're saying unless they're from Quebec. And we're like, what, poutine? You putting me on. You putting me on. Uh, I would like to say, I don't even have to say that. I could just say the thing. Why do I have to say I would like to say? You ever notice that? People are like, I would like to. Can I ask you a question? Just say, ask the question. I said, it was, it's always weird when someone's like, can I ask you a question? It's weird, right? You feel like, uh-oh. Because it's like, depends on the question, right? It's almost like they're preparing you for something that could be off-putting. By the way, I've, I'm on this new diet where uh, I don't eat dairy. Some, some might find it off-putting. Um... You have a comment. That's a good comment. I like that comment. 
I'm trying to think of him. It's interesting living here in Los Angeles. Because everybody, currency here is, what do you do? Wait, 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 what can I, what do you do and how can you do that for me? And how do I make money off of that thing that you do? How do we, how do we make this happen? And uh, that's, that's essentially the nature of this town. And it's fine, because I like to do these kinds of things, and eventually, you know, one day, I imagine, there'll be a financial reward. And that's just uh, after the fact, is I'm just going to do this anyway. There is significant lag. Play us a song that lags. Um... Um, song that lags. That was lacking. These are just sounds that people make. Well, let's go let's go to jail with Ezra Miller. Let's hang out with, with Ezra Miller. You know, they say money can't buy you happiness, but it can pay for bond and bail. I notice there are new there are new Holy crap. There's so many texts. All these text messages I've just received. Oh, there's a is that a band-aid? I can't tell. Uh listen, there are new There are new ways to uh there aren't new ways to do anything really. Everything has been done before. Even the show. I think. I think there should be more um talking on the show with people. But I think four o'clock is a bad time because nobody is around to talk. But he's like, what, 4 o'clock? I'm at work. What, 4 o'clock? Dallas, T-Pain rips Dallas-Fort Worth fans on TikTok. T-Pain, we, we all really care about what T-Pain has to say. Um, Glad that this, saw, this show is a cut-up. Breaking Bad is trending. Wow, I've got very low energy. I'm like low-energy Steve here. Low energy Jeb. Well, I wish I, I had something uh, I was angry about today. Because then I would go off for another 10 minutes. Here's the thing. I'm pretty grateful to have tickets to go see the new Nicolas Cage movie. It's going to be an interesting movie because I, I think he's kind of in his own... He, Nicolas Cage is already about Nicolas Cage. He's already all about himself, so now he's going to go make a movie all about himself, starring himself. Which should be fascinating. I find it interesting. The reason I have a show is because I've always done a show, whether or not people are listening or not, I would listen, I would do this into a tape recorder as a kid 
and send the tapes to our friends and we'd do this back and forth and it was fun. And even on the road as a musician, I had a show and we would do this back, we would do the show every week, no matter where we were in the country. You can see those episodes, a lot of those episodes on YouTube, um, on the Veda channel, ancient, ancient shows. But, uh, you know, it's one of the things where you go, I did all of these things for situations I was in that involved other people, that involved other band members. And ultimately, those band members decided not to be in the band anymore. So you go, how do I create a band that has no other members (laughs) that can leave? So clearly I have abandonment issues. What what does it say? Eric Dreyer says, four o'clock is a terrible time. Yeah, such a terrible time. It's like tea time, though. If you're in England, it's tea time. It's ready, you know. And the English, they they say tea time, right? They say it's tea time. But they're really eating cake and sandwiches. They're trying to get away, trying to say, look, it's a low-calorie snack time. No, you guys are eating finger sandwiches and cupcakes. Don't even, just get off it. You got macaroons up in there? Look at you with your tea time. Sitting there trying to say, oh, we're just drinking tea. No, that's a whole meal. I've had tea. Sarah Halstead Art says, go off on Amazon being worth $1.5 trillion and upcharging sellers for inflation. Yeah, I could go off on that. I could also go off on Jeff Bezos, Bezos, Jeff Lazy Bezos. That dude, he doesn't pay his taxes. (laughs) You know, he could just like, he could all, he could give us all about 50 bucks. Maybe more than that. Trillion dollars? What are you going to do with a trillion dollars? You can't ever spend a trillion dollars. You just buy the earth. I was watching an interview with Joe Rogan. I'm fro Rogan, but I was watching Joe Rogan talking to Kanye. Or Ye, depending on what era we're talking about. He did, he, he's over there talking to Ye. Yay, yay, the bit cray. So he go like this to Kanye. Kanye just said, how much the earth cost? And Joe's like, I don't understand what you're saying to me. And Kanye keeps asking how much the earth cost. <laughs> and I would say that the earth cost $1.5 trillion. And Jeff Bezos is fixing to buy it. The dude goes to space. You ever watch Jeff Bezos? You ever see that dude? That dude... He ha- he must have taken every uh, class of a... He must have taken every Tony Robbins. The dude must have done- gone to Tony Robbins ten times because he goes around like, ha, 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 listen to my deep, booming voice. I try to project. I'm much larger than I am. You know, he's like a, um, a small woodland creature that puffs up to look bigger so you don't eat it. Maybe he's got spikes on him. I don't know. I'm just saying Jeff Bezos. I'm just saying a Bezos is a small woodland creature. Inedible. Don't try to eat him. The dude, he is so over the top. Ha ha ha. I've got trillions of dollars. Ha! But it's so phony. You can see it's phony. It's a put on. He's trying to be a certain way, you know? And um, it's just, I don't buy it. You know what I mean? I don't buy it. I don't. I mean, 
Jeff Bezos buys it, though. You know, they say money can't buy you happiness. But for $1.5 trillion, you could buy the earth and a little bit of the moon. You know, the moon was born of the earth. The moon. Yeah, it's true. Let me turn this bass up. Let me turn that bass up. Let me bass boost this. Yeah, yeah. Sounds sounds better, doesn't it? Let me know if it's distorting. I feel like I'm distorting. Not just the content, I mean the sound. Not distorting the truth. For $1.5 trillion, though, listen, if money can't buy you happiness, why don't you, why don't you, you can't buy me a new computer. Hey, Jeff Bezos, you just follow that dude around and like $3 billion falls out his back pocket. That guy wouldn't even notice. There's a thing called the infinite money glitch. I'm working my way up to it. Right now, I've got about $27 invested. But I think that, here, dig this. This is this might be tough to follow. Basically, I'm not going to go into the numbers of it, but people, when they're so rich, they just make money for being rich. Like, they make more money than they can spend that money. They're making money off of their money so fast that they cannot spend it fast enough. And then, you know, at the same time, poor people get poorer. And the middle class stay right in that lane. They can't, you can't really go up, but you can go down. There's a lot of uh, texts I got to catch up on here, it looks like. What's going on? Not to dismiss the show. I, I think that this is, I should be here present with the show. Eric Dreyer, that's a, that's a very familiar name. We got the same last name. Thank you. People play the blues on the ukulele. I would like to go off on rich people getting richer. But I don't know. Rich people getting richer. But there's more, there's bigger fish to fry, you know? How come the rich people, why doesn't Jeff Bezos just pay the Russian troops to leave, you know? Seems like a peaceful solution. Hey, here, Russia, we're just going to pay you to leave Ukraine. Are you saying you didn't like the Better Call Saul premiere? I'm Uncle Ron. Don't spoil it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Don't spoil it, please. Before you get to it, don't get to it. Um, I'm just talking. I was retrospecting Breaking Bad earlier, but then I was going off on how to buy the earth for only $1.5 trillion. I'm Uncle Ron. Welcome to the show. Here's your intro. Here it is. My most likable song ever. Coca-Cola, lipstick ring, go dance all night, dance all night. Kiss me, just kiss me, kiss me, Nephrodite. Lipstick, kiss me, lipstick ring, oh, that's the way you like it. This is your most likable song ever. 
People do love it.、Um, I'm gonna go around. I have to catch up. You actually prefer Breaking Better Call Saul to Breaking Bad. I prefer Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul. However, Breaking Better Call Saul is is quite good. I do like Bob Odenkirk. I do like the show. I think that、uh, you know. Here's a funny story about Better Call Saul. I'm Uncle Ron. A little anecdote. And then I'll get to going off on how caterpillars fully turn into goo when in a chrysalis, and that doesn't make any sense. But let me just tell you something. One night, Better Call Saul, I was watching Better Call Saul at 10 p.m. on AMC, the time slot for Breaking Bad. I was sitting there watching the show, and as Patrick Fabian is heavily featured in this episode, Patrick Fabian being, you know, the the head of the law firm in Better Call Saul, and I was just watching the show, and I'm just watching the show. That's not the interesting part. The interesting part is I had work the next morning. Now, as you know, I'm a set photographer, or I used to be most of the time. I don't really do set photography anymore because I don't get the calls. <laughs> But、um, I've worked on over 40 films as a set photographer, at least. That's just films. It's not even including TV shows and, and commercials and whatnot. Anyway, that's my resume. In case you wanted to hire me as a set photographer or someone who just Don't I don't do kids parties, okay? So I, I was I was watching Better Call Saul, and I had a 6 a.m. call time. And then I get to set 6 a.m. The sun's coming up, and I go meet my friend Lee. You guys have met Lee. Lee's I've talked to him on the show. Lee Boxleitner. He's a TikToker. He, he's also a sound guy. He's also a sound uh, uh, department of. The the movies I would work on, and I just go over to him, and about not five or six hours before that, I was watching Patrick Fabian on TV, and I walk over to Lee, and he's miking Patrick Fabian. <laughs> he's putting a microphone on this dude, and he, Patrick Fabian just looks over to me. And he's like, "Yeah, you ever see the movie、uh, Snowpiercer?" And I was like, "Yeah, I've seen the movie." And then we just started talking about Snowpiercer for like ten minutes. And I was having a surreal moment because I had just been watching that dude before I went to bed, and I was half asleep when I went to set, and I had no idea that I'd be working with him because <laughs> I didn't look at the call sheet. Because whatever, why am I gonna look at the call sheet? It's the same old business. I just like to be surprised. But that was a weird, surreal moment for me. I went to bed watching this dude. I woke up, and he's standing right there talking to me about Snowpiercer. Speaking of goo, one of the things—the spoiler in Snowpiercer, by the way—if you hadn't seen it, plug your ears, plug your nose, plug your mouths, plug your eyes, plug your TV in, and change the channel. I watched Snowpiercer. The big reveal. The big reveal of Snowpiercer is that the food that they're feeding the people on the train that can never stop because it'll freeze. The food that they're feeding them is is just crushed up chitin or bug protein, insect protein. Soylent green is people. No, this is soylent purple. This is Agent Orange. They they were eating bugs, right? And you're supposed to be disgusted by that. But as soon as I saw that, I said that seems like a really smart way to 
recycle protein. It seems like a really good... Am I the only one who's not disgusted by this and think that thinks that this is a very resourceful way of feeding a population is with insects? Okay, I'm weird. Great. I'm Uncle Ron said, so is it safe to say Patrick Fabian is a super nice guy? Yeah, 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 he was nice. I didn't have any issues with him at all. And he really talks like that. He really says everything as if he was talking like that. <laughs> it, it, it's, it was as if his character was there because he just, that's his affect. His affect is talking like that. So, nice to see you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He's just, it's interesting. He played like a, a baseball coach, a kid's baseball coach in the movie that we were shooting. I forget what it was called. I think it was called Hearts uh, of the, the Baseball Diamonds Are Forever. Baseball Diamonds Are Forever. It's, you know, it's a Hallmark movie, so it's a romantic comedy. So you got to figure out how to like make a romantic comedy out of whatever subject, a romantic comedy title. It's baseball, damn you know whatever i feel like every single hallmark movie and this is no diss against people hallmark movies because thank you for your business because i got hired for many many dozens of them to work and i like the work it's good i liked it it's like a family over there but i'm just saying that uh, uh every single movie was like the same movie you just had to like mix and match the professions It'd be like, he's a photographer, and his wife just died, and he's raising a kid alone, and then he meets a journalist, and then they hit it off. And then the next movie is like, uh, she owns a pizza place, and he and he's a gardener, and they get together, and they, they you know. This next movie is like, he's a lawyer, and she's a judge, and they, they just can't. <laughs> just you name it. It's just like, you just pull the things, that, the subjects out of a hat, one after another. <laughs> You name it. Just name a profession. But it was funny because we'd all shoot every single thing in the same place. So it was just recycled stuff. You guys, if you watch any Hallmark movie from that era, from the last 10 years, and you see like a staircase, that was stage three. Stage three has had a staircase. <laughs> had a set and a staircase. And that set had been reworked a billion times. <laughs> So if you've ever seen a staircase in a Hallmark movie, it's the same one. FYI. Patrick Fabian is super nice. I mean, we, we went on about Snowpiercer. He said it was one of the great movies that didn't get any really uh, attention. And he said it was low budget. And great. And it's all about the story. I like that movie because it's got... Tilda Swinton. She's great. I like Tilda Swinton. I think she's one of the prime humans. I think she's like a top human. If you were to if you if you were to categorize humans in enchilons, she's top enchilon. She's a top enchilada. Hey, I'm Uncle Ron. I'm gonna go see that new Nick Cage movie tonight. I got free tickets. They sent me an email. They said, Hey, you you want to go see the new Nick Cage movie? I said, is it free? And they said, yeah. And I said, sign me up. And now I've got tickets. And I'm going to go see them. And I'm going to eat popcorn for dinner and Diet Coke. I'm Uncle Ron. Don't tell nobody. Maybe Diet Mr. Pibb. Diet Mr. Pibb. Oh, I'm excited now. <laughs> I'm Uncle Ron. Do you got Mr. Pibb? 
in uh in uh Wisconsin's um massive talent yes the unbearable weight of massive talent or whatever it's called yes we're going I'm going to see that movie tonight it's got Nicolas Cage starring Nicolas Cage with Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage in a movie about Nicolas Cage Directed by Francis Ford Coppola. We have Mr. Pibb. It is confirmed. It is confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. In Wisconsin, there is Mr. Pibb. Mr. Pibb does not want to cross the Mason-Dixon line, apparently. I don't know. It, Mason, why does it not? It's, no, it's not even east of the Mississippi, I guess. Mr. Pibb can't cross the waters. Is it true that Mr. Pibb's is just prune juice made into soda? <laughs> now I'm on a roll. Look at me, I'm like a bacon, egg, and cheese. I'm on a roll. I'm trying to plug this in. There we go. Got to charge my phone. What else? What else do you got? I'm Uncle Ron says, I mean, does anyone want to cross the Mason-Dixon line? Nah. I wouldn't. I mean, I tried it once. Not. It wasn't that great. I tried Mr. Pibb twice. Four times a charm. I like Mr. Pibb. I, this is what I got last time. I got Mr. Pibb with a shot of vanilla. Actually, the la- I, last time I got Mr. Pibb, I was on a date. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I was on a date. And, uh, <laughs> and I said to myself, uh, I don't like this person anymore. <laughs> It was true. It was sad, but it was true. You know, you got to figure out how you want to spend your time and who you want to spend your time with. That is the most important thing in life. It really is. How you spend your time is how you spend your life. If you spend your time fighting, I don't know, maybe you like to fight. Some people like drama. They enjoy it. Not me. I like peace. Peace, peace, y'all. Can I do an impression of Dr. Pepper? Asks Sarah Hofstad. Uh, yes, I can do an impression of Dr. Pepper. <clears throat> this is a stethoscope. Um, this pasta needs something extra. I've got just the prescription. More crushed pepper! I could do a impression of Dr. Dre. If I was a doctor, I would be Dr. Dre. Or, but if I was, I, I would go by Dr. Dre. And if someone was like, hey, Dr. Dre, I'd be like, what's up? And they say, I'm sick. Is it, is it bad? I'd say, yeah. And they say, I'm going to die to go, hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Am I going to diet, Dr. Pepper? (laughs) Never say diet. 
That should be my my workout plan. You know that uh, Chris Hemsworth has a workout plan called Center Fit, right? The dude makes money working out because he's like, ah, I'm an actor. I just need I need to work out all of the time. So I might as well get paid even more. Thor. Thory. I can't pronounce. I can pronounce. I can pronounce it. I can. I can pronounce it. <laughs> I would like to pronounce it. Um. I'd like to pronounce it dead. There's a joke in there somewhere. He was pronounced dead. Now he was pronounced Kevin. Um, the internal machinations of the stupid brain. Thank you. I like to share it with you every day for 4 p.m., which is a terrible time. We were learning at 4 p.m. is a terrible time, but you can listen to this as a podcast if you want. Normally, I would like it if people were to talk. But I do this show regardless. It's my ethic. My ethic is, if you can't join them, beat them. That's my ethic. Also, Mr. Pibb. Mr. Pibb did not go to medical school, apparently. Dr. Pepper did. I mean... My name is... Salt Shaker Esquire. I think we're done here. I think we did a good job today. Uh, my impression of Dr. Pepper, really. I would like to do sound effects, but my computer doesn't like to do them anymore. Let's see. I'm going to do impression of... You know, they say money can't buy you happiness. But you know what? Happiness, now remember this, happiness always ends with penis. Uh, I would like to say goodnight. <laughs> Thank you. Now it's time to say goodnight. Because you don't have to take my word for it. But uh, uh, thank you for watching. How am I doing? How's my driving? That's what I want to do with uh, Vladimir Putin. Son of a You done messed up! Get out of my goddamn room before I break my foot off in your insubordinate and churlish. I said good day! Thank you. I bet to do I that. said good day. I mean this. Good day, sir. I said good day. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The Aristotle Full Proper Show. We did we did it again. 
you know, some people say dumber things to me for an hour a day, and they have more followers. So why don't we beat them, okay? If you can't join them, beat them. Listen, go tell all your friends about this. Subscribe on Twitch. Subscribe on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, like the video. If you're, you're doing all these things, I appreciate it. You can listen to this as a podcast if you want. You can listen to a guy being grumpy. Guy being grumpy for an hour. I'm a little grumpy today. I'm a little grumpy maybe because uh, I don't know why. There's no reason to be grumpy. You, m- you might not believe this, but it's sunny and clear here in Los Angeles. Uh, so there's really no reason to be grumpy, actually. I'm pretty grateful. There's re- I can't think of a reason why I'm angry. It's just because I'm hungry. I think I'm hungry. I need some Diet Dr. Pib. You know, I'd, I would... Let's fund the medical school training for Mr. Pip. Anybody want to hear a story? I got a story before I go. Um, what kind of story do you want to hear? Is there any type of story that you'd like to hear? I do have a story about those chrysalises. Chrysalises. I do have a story that I have about 47 Chris's in my phone. That's my chrysalist. Uh, I do. It is weird that caterpillars will turn into goo and then come out as a butterfly. That's weird. Sometimes I feel like I turn into goo. Like last Sunday, I, I, uh, I just was a goo ball, a goober. I was just eating Cadbury eggs and laying in bed. It was wonderful. It was glorious. Sarah Hostet Art says, crowdfund Mr. Pibb's PhD. I agree. We got a crowdfund. Mr. Pibb going around without their medical degree, Dr. Pepper showing off. They taste the same. What makes Dr. Pepper so special with his advanced degree? Mr. Pibb. Mr. Pibb is trying to prove that you don't need a degree. I think about that a lot. I think about how valuable education is, but also how expensive it is. They say that money can't buy happiness, but it can buy you a fake doctorate for like for like 200 bucks, maybe less. You know, just go to Kinkos. People do that. They just print out a, a, a doctorate at Kinkos for 50 bucks. That's way cheaper than going to school for four years or eight. I I would I would like to do look at look at all my degree. I should have just advanced degrees all on my wall. I, here's the story. I went to the Scientology Museum on Hollywood Boulevard, and I took a tour. It was funny. I wish I brought a camera with me because I was trolling the f out of them. I was trolling them the whole time. The Scientologists, that is. First of all, they take you in. They say, hey, have you ever heard of L. Ron Hubbard? And I said, you know, L. Ron Hubbard is the founder of Scientology. He's like that really gross guy with bad teeth. He's the gross guy with bad teeth. He used to be a science fiction writer. He started a religion because you know what? He used to say to, to like Isaac Asimov and all his uh, Ray Bradbury, all his science fiction buddies, he used to say to them, hold on. He used to say, if you want to be rich, 
write a book. If you want to be immortal, start a religion. He used to say that openly to these people. And now Scientology is a religion that people actually follow for some reason. I don't know. It's weird. So they took us in to the side. They, uh, they took us into the side room. And we did this, me and my, my girlfriend at the time, Lori, we did this just to amuse each other. So we tried to one-up each other the whole time. And just to the unwitting tour guide, she took us into this room and she's like, well, L. Ron Hubbard, if you guys haven't heard of him, this is a picture of him. It's this giant portrait of him on the wall. And I said, oh, yeah, I know that guy. That's Tom Cruise's dad. And then they said, oh, no, 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 he's not Tom Cruise's dad. He's a very great man. He's a very great man. He's a, he's a military. He was in the military. He was in the Navy. He wrote a lot of books. And I'm like, oh, if he was so great, how come I ain't heard of him then? And so this went on for like 40 minutes. <laughs> I would go, we'd go from room to room. And then they slowly induct you into like deeper levels of what you're to expect. And there was like this weird stuff. You could tell it's all weirdly veiled alien stuff. Because if you know anything about psych, sorry, Scientology, if you know anything about Scientology, you know that it's got aliens involved in their lore and all this stuff. And you go from room to room and they're like, L. Ron Hubbard also created the cure for cancer. L. Ron Hubbard also wrote these books about uh, science fiction. And then there's like these big th- the big statues of aliens and stuff. They're really trying to get you to buy Battlefield Earth. Which, by the way, I bought a book. I bought Battlefield Earth when I left for like six ninety nine. Um, So they take you from room to room and then they take you to do the E-meter. The E-meter is you hold these two things. They call them cans. They're just like metal cans. And they read your your reaction to questions they ask you. So they were like, see, the e-meter can tell you what your emotions are. And that's how we decide, decide what, how to treat you, I guess, in Scientology. So the e-meter, you're holding the two cans and then the meter's going back and forth. And the woman who was their tour guide said, Hey, now just think of something, uh, think of something, you know, like a happy thought. And I literally was like, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. I was just thinking like, ice cream. listen, if you don't get happy when you think about ice cream, that's not my issue. That's, that's something you should deal with. But I kept thinking ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. And then the meter, she's like, look, see, the meter moved this way. And then she goes, now think of something negative. And I said, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream in my head. And she's like, see, look, it moved. And I was like, okay. And then... Lori took the cans, and then they said, okay, now think of something. She's like, see, it moved. And Lori's like, oh, I didn't think of anything yet. I wasn't thinking. And then they said, well, you know, this is how we read the emotions of things and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, what about dogs, too? Can dogs do this? And they were like, well, no, no dog, dogs can't do this. And she's like, well, dogs have a soul. Why can't dogs do that? And they were like, uh, can we just move on? <laughs> Lori's a vet, veterinarian. It was very funny. I was laughing. And uh, also, there was another thing she said, which was really hilarious, which which was the woman said, hey, you know how, like, uh, you know, like, if you lose a finger or if you lose a toe, you're still you. And, and that's basically, so there's, like, a soul. There's an essence of a soul. And every one of us, that never changes. And that's, if you, if you just keep cutting parts of your body off, you still remain the same person, uh, <laughs> which is dark. 
But Laurie was like, no, not in the, not in like many Chinese cultures. There's the idea that if you lose a part of yourself, like a kidney or something, then part of your soul is gone too. She's corrected the lady. <laughs> and the lady was like, uh, let's move on to this new room. And then finally we went to this room and it was this giant wall of all of these fake degrees. I don't know if maybe they were real. There were all these placards and stuff like that. And now it's not only just a wall with like a hundred placards, plaques on it. The wall opens up and another wall comes out with a, a all new like degrees and plaques. And I was reading them. We were like going up to them and reading them. And it was like uh, South Houston High School awards L. Ron Hubbard for a donation of $500. There was really nothing. <laughs> there were, these weren't actual accomplishments. They were just things to try to overwhelm you, to be like, oh, this guy must be really cool and special. And then finally that wall opens up and this gigantic portrait of L. Ron Hubbard comes out. It was freaky. It was weird. And uh, I was like, he must have been, I don't know. He was not a very good human. He was a very terrible human. He took advantage of other humans. And uh, he's dead now, which is good. It's good for all of us. Thank you for watching. This has been the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. I need to go eat some popcorn and Mr. Pibbs. Diet Dr. Mr. Pibb. Diet Dr. Mr. Pibb. If you were watching today's show and it was entertaining, please like it. Please... You know, they say money can't buy you happiness, but it can get you a subscription to Aristotle Full Throttle on Twitch. That is so fetch. Oh, that's cool. Thank you for watching. It's been a wonderful day. I hope you have a wonderful day. You're beautiful. You're talented. The way that your hair is, it's shining in, in the sunlight. And if you don't have hair, look at... Your, your bald head is beautiful, Jada Pinkett. That's all we're trying to say. We're just trying to say that Jada Pinkett is glistening in the sun with her bald head. No one said anything bad about her hair. They just said, Jada, I love you. Can't wait for G.I. Jane 2. I can't believe people got upset about that, but, you know, we're over it. Who is this imbecile? Ooh, that's a bingo! <laughs>